어렸을땐 바랬지 All the fancy thing yeah. TV 속에 누군가가 입은 오빠마다 난 꿈을 꿨었지 그 꿈들은 빛바랬지 Cause I saw the thing 더운에더운에살수 없는 확신의 눈빛을 Yeah forgive me yeah. Don't wake me up yeah. Don't judge me Yeah 넌 걱정해 Except it's afternoon. Yeah, it's not morning. <laughs> it's not morning. But uh, you're back with your favorite girls on Cultured, where we talk about all the things that nobody cares about except for us. So it's true. Yeah. I mean, and if you do care, hey, <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks because for... you're the only one who does. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just you. Just you, friend. Just you and all of our other friends that don't listen to K-pop and have zero idea what we're talking about. It's fine. They're supportive. They are supportive. Yeah, I appreciate that. We Thank you. Friends. Yeah, Thank thanks, you. friends. Um, oh, so, like, right off the bat, though, I just want to bring up, because, okay, everybody knows we went to go see P- BTS, was it almost three weeks ago now? Yeah, sad face. Sad face. Take us back to those days. I know. <laughs> um, but we flew Delta. We did. Um, which, you know, wasn't a horrible experience, except for that one plane that we were on that legit, I don't know from what point in 1987 they brought that plane back, oh but, like... Oh my god, like, that was awful. Yeah, she was that raggedy. That was the first one, right? To Atlanta? No, it was the one... We were on our way back. So it was the one... The one to Detroit? To or? Detroit. Oh was yeah, that one, one was bad. Yeah. That one was bad. So, I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with, like, their planes, per se, but apparently Delta is in a whole bunch of shit because they locked a bunch of their flight attendants in a plane to stop them from leaving. What? Yeah, so apparently these flight attendants had been um, working for, like, I think over 15 hours or something like that, and they're supposed to get a, you know, get a break and they get a new crew in or something like that, but I guess that wasn't the case for this specific flight, and so the crew was like, yo, fuck that, like, we're gonna go home, like, y'all gotta figure it out, because we've literally been flying, we've been in these planes for, like, this long, we gotta go. Right. And they locked them in the fucking plane, and just, like, we're like, nah, y'all can't go nowhere. And there's, like, texts from the crew to, like, other people, like, you know, their families and shit like that, basically detailing what's going on from them being locked into the plane and, like, all that shit. So, yeah, apparently Delta's in a lot of shit for that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, my God. Who does that? I don't know, but now all of my hopes and dreams of being a flight attendant were crushed. Just don't work for Delta. But I I trust Delta. I mean, I inherently trust Delta and Southwest, and that's probably not the best. We'll work for Southwest. I mean, Southwest is hard to get into, from what I heard. Really? Yeah. Apparently, flight attendant industry is very competitive. I'll tell you what you do. No, I don't. Whatever you're gonna tell me to do is gonna be nasty. I don't want to do it. No, just go work for Spirit and work your way up. Yeah. No. Fuck that. Are you kidding me? I don't want to fly in a garbage can in the sky. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> it's a Greyhound bus with wings, okay? Like, that shit needs to stay on the ground. Okay. I'm scared of spirit. I'm, <laughs> I'm fully afraid of spirit airline. So listen, though. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This airline, I'm about to say, like, their planes are a little bit raggedy, like, a little bit janky, but, like, their service is impeccable, and that's JetBlue. Like, agreed. I'll agree on that one. You can fight me about JetBlue, because, like... 
I mean, yeah, it's a little cramped, it's a little small, but, like, I'm gonna have a nice-ass flight, and their flight attendants are gonna make sure I'm more comfortable than I've ever been in my life, True. so... Hey, JetBlue, where you at? <laughs> hey, JetBlue, give us this tickets. <laughs> I mean... We don't got nowhere to go right now, but hey, still. Hey, JetBlue, you looking for a partnership? Because, like, we be trying to go to all these concerts, but we don't have money to fly everywhere, <laughs> so if you want to hook some girls up with the tickets... <laughs> we'll give you a shout out every episode. Give it like three years, and then all of a sudden they're gonna start off our podcast with an ad for Jetblue. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad. I'm not mad either. I'm Let's not do mad. It. But um, yeah. So that oh, happened. Speaking of airplanes, I yes. saw a video the other day. I'm not sure what airline it was, but um, I think it was it, it was an international flight um, from I think America to over to London for Wembley. And the pilot knew that so many people were going to see BTS. Mm. He played Boy With Love over the speakers. Oh, that's and cute. They, and they all, like, sang and stuff like that. And there's a video going around. I don't know where it is. I think it's on Facebook somewhere. But of, like, everybody doing the chorus. And that all these people are just, like, looking around, like, what the fuck? And every army in there is just like, yes. You can, like, see their hands <laughs> above the of seats. armies on the plane. <laughs> That's cute, actually. It was really cute. I was Aww. like, man, I I love that flight attendant and the pilot. That's cute. Everyone involved deserves a gold star. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, I just, I'm torn over whether I want to talk about this first or not, but I feel like I just need to get it out of the way because it's just another installment of the icky YG prostitution scandal. Oh, yes! We're going to learn more about this! I'm excited! Listen, I'm excited. It's just just getting better, to be honest. (laughs) Honestly, that's why I'm excited for it, because I know whatever you're going to say is A, not going to be surprising, and B, way worse than anything we've come across so far. So go, please. So, okay. When I got into this whole scandal, you know, we already knew Sungri was, like, a big part of it, and his business partner was a big part of it, and, you know, that's as far as most people kind of knew about the situation. Right. So, over this last week, I've come to learn that not just those two, but also YG's CEO. Yes. Yes. Yan is, like, into some shit. Bring YG down. I'm so into this. So listen, the stock market, that makes sense now. Now it makes sense because I didn't understand why I was like, well, if it's just an artist, if it's just an artist, why? If it's the CEO, you're really screwed. Yeah. Shit. And that's what didn't make sense to me. So that was the missing puzzle puzzle piece that the CEO is in on this shit. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how this came out or it what I think it was, or from what I gathered from what I read, was basically all their finances are being audited because of this whole situation. So, like, basically they're having the police sift through all of their, everything that they've purchased for the company that's been purchased with company cards and everything for, like, years now. They're going back to way back to find out, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And reportedly even the CEO was getting prostitutes and how he got caught up in it was apparently he was buying them Chanel bags as thank you gifts (laughs) bruh (laughs) yeah 
I want to know if he comes up with a dumbass excuse like Sungri did. I had to try them out first. I had to trial so, run them first. So far, I haven't seen anything where he's really responded to the allegations. Like, right. I know that his lawyers have, like, released statements and stuff, but I have not heard anything from him personally. Or, like, so everything that's been said is really on his behalf by somebody else. So. Interesting. Yeah. This just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. I mean. Keeps unfolding this world of secret. Oh. Oh. You know, I, um, because, you know, if you only watch one K-pop video, all of a sudden YouTube just thinks that you're, like, the biggest K-pop fan ever. And that happened to me a year ago, so, like, now my YouTube is literally just K-pop video right. recommendations. There was one, I don't know who posted it, because I, I tried to click on it to watch it. It was, like, 17 and a half minutes long, and it was titled, Sungri is guilty all the things that we have missed. And I was like, ooh, she about to light up. They keep taking it down. They keep taking YG it down. YG keeps taking it down? YG keeps taking it down. She posted it. I mean, she's posted it like five times and she keeps saying like they're taking it down but I'm going to keep putting it up because it's all the shit that we missed and clearly there's clearly, something to it. There is something to it. So I was like alright, I'm going to keep an eye out for that. So every time it pops up I go to click on it and it always is shut down. I mean to be fair, I don't blame YG for taking it down. I don't either. That's slander. I mean I get it. I mean but... not even that it's slander because it's not slander if it's true. I that's fair. Granted, she doesn't know 100% some of the things that are true, I'm right, sure. Right, But if it's true, it's not slander. Yeah. But I, I don't blame YG for taking it down, because your company is taking a massive hit already. Like, yeah. you don't want to add fuel to that fire. I so, feel. like, I get it. But at the same time, like, that's some guilty-ass shit, because if y'all are running around talking about you got nothing to hide and you didn't do anything wrong, why are you taking her shit down? Mm-hmm. Because if that was the case, then everything that she's saying is a lie, and at the end of the day, all that shit's gonna come out as being a lie, and you right. have nothing to worry about either way. Right. So, like, you look mad guilty doing that. Yeah. Whatever. That's not in my business. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my tea to drink. That's it's fine. <laughs> that's not my business. So, you handle yours the way you see fit. Hmm. Um... Fun fact, fun, fun fact, um, because both of us agree on the fact that Amber Lou is bae. Oh, yes. Anybody out there who is an FX fan, y'all know, Amber is everything. No shade to the other members, but, like, Amber, <laughs> Amber can get it. You so. hear FX, and the first thing that comes to my mind is Amber, so. Yeah. So... It's a rumor at this point, but there has been talk that FX might reunite for a stage performance, and it'll be their first performance together as a group in three years. Wow. I didn't even realize it had been that long since they quote-unquote disbanded. Because I feel like they pulled another thing sort of like, um, sort of like, um, 21? Pearl's Generation did it. No, 21 just was like, <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we're done now. But, like, Girls' Generation kind of did that, like, we're gonna go on hiatus and, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You did tell me about that. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like FX kind of did the same thing. Like, they went on hiatus and then kind of just never came back. And then when they were asked about it, like, separately, it was like, oh, yeah, about that. 
Yeah. So, but this, if if it's true, if the rumors are true, um, there's no word on, like, what they're going to perform, where the performance is going to be, like, what show, whatever, but it's just a rumor that apparently they're planning to maybe get back together and do a performance, which I'm mad excited about, because I actually miss them. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love effects. Cool. Doesn't Amber live over here now, too? Yeah, she she lives in L.A. She is American, though. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, I think she was born and raised in L.A. I think. Really? I'm pretty sure. She sounds really American. Like, Mark, Mark, when he speaks, he sounds really American, too. So. Yeah, because he is born. He was born in L.A. That wouldn't surprise me, then. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's exciting. Um... But you got seven peoples out here. Oh, hello, that's me. <laughs> um, apparently, they got a new dance practice video up for the Eclipse highlight choreography. So if you haven't seen it, go look at it. It's not the one that Jackson directed, right? No. Okay, good because the one that Jackson directed was so awful. No, 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 no. No, I, this is like a legit, like official dance practice. I clicked. Okay, I'm telling you though, I got this notification right, and I was like, I don't really. I mean, I heard Eclipse, and I was like, eh. It reminds me of a lot of their, like, older music. Yeah. So, I watched the video for it, and I was like, okay, that's, like, enough of that. Right. But I got this notification that said, Eclipse Dance Practice, Jackson directed in parentheses. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, this is gonna be ridiculous, <laughs> so I'm not gonna watch it. Right. And then, curious Curiosity got the best of me, and I was like, I'm gonna watch it. In the first five seconds, you don't even see anybody, and then all of a sudden, you see Yu-Gi-Oh come in the frame, and he's walking in slow motion, and I was like, shit. <laughs> you can hear them laughing in the background already, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna do this. I probably got a minute into that video, and I was like, I'm never, I'm not even gonna click on it ever again. Fuck you, Jackson. You're not my bias anymore. <laughs> I can't stand it. Jackson, you've been replaced. <laughs> yeah. Also, Kim Yu-Gi-Oh, step up. Hashtag stream gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna let it die. You, no, you're not. Because no. for a quick second there, I almost was like, yeah, like gravity, but <laughs> it's oxygen. It is oxygen. I, just I renamed your it. song, Jackson, so do what you will with that. I fully believed you, though. That's my no, thing for like a I, solid five seconds. I'm so I committed. I fully believed you. I'm so committed you to are it committed. being gravity. Like, it's unreal. But I feel like that's why, remember how I said I was like, I had been calling it gravity for like how long and nobody corrected me because I was so confident about it. Yeah. That everyone was like, you oh, yeah, yeah, we're like, yeah, gravity, yeah, gravity. And we're like, yeah, no. Boom. <laughs> Does your mother sew? <laughs> Tell us to sew that. <laughs> you and your bad puns, get out. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, oh, 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 sad news, sort of. Well, no, it is kind of sad. It's kind of fucked up. Um, so, there, you don't know about this group, have never heard of them. I already know this, but I'm just gonna, I gotta talk about it. Because, like, we've had conversations about this, and we've talked about, like, BTS's music being about this. Oh. But former Kara member, Para, last week, tried to commit suicide. And someone came to her apartment and found her and took her to the hospital and like she's fine now she's like recovering but I guess she gave a statement she had been suffering from depression for like a while mm -hmm. um and kind of I don't know if she's getting treatment from how she was talking about it it didn't 
sound like she was or that maybe she had been and then mm-hmm. she stopped. Right. Um, but she had been suffering from depression for like a really long time and she just felt like everything was kind of caving in on her and decided it just wasn't worth it to be here anymore and tried to kill herself. Um, she was in a coma for, a medically induced coma Mm -hmm. for a week, I want to say. Yeah. And then they finally took her out of the coma to see if she would wake up and she did. And so she gave her statement and all that stuff. Um, but it's just one of those things like anybody out there that deals with depression or like, you know, has any of that stuff please just, like, make sure that you get help and that, you know, I know everybody doesn't have somebody to confide in. Everybody doesn't have somebody that they can just, like, vent to or that they can, you know, just get things off their chest. Yeah. But, I mean, there are, like, suicide helplines out there. There are all kinds of things that... They even have, like, text ones now where, like, you can text into and, like, licensed therapists are there to, like, talk to you and, like, kind of talk you down and get you back into a good place. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's a thing that you struggle with, um, go ahead and take advantage of those things. Because, I mean, like, I know it's hard for, like, people everyday people who deal with depression and anxiety and things like that it's a really hard thing I personally have never been through well I can't say I've never been through it like I've never had depression but it's not been something that is an ongoing thing for me I've had like I guess I'll call it situational depression no yeah that's a thing yeah so like you know if a certain thing has happened in my life to cause me to have those kinds of feelings or anxieties or whatever like but once that situation has passed then like I don't have that same you know I'm not in that same mental state right so like but I know how rough that can be for someone who deals with it all the time yeah so you know it's just definitely about getting help about having like a good support group and like a good circle of people that you know may not completely understand but can sympathize or empathize with you and like be there so yeah you know I I just would say that and you know like I said it's hard for your everyday person dealing with stuff like that I can't imagine like being in the spotlight being a celebrity you know and having basically being under a microscope 24 7 and dealing with that at the same time like kudos to people who can do that because I know people that you know have folded under regular everyday pressure so you literally watched me do that in january you watched that happen i did yeah i did so it's yeah dealing with all that shit is really really hard on a daily basis but yeah it's you have to it doesn't work every day but it's good to have something that you can focus all of your attention on that's a positive thing right even if you're situational and like there's a lot going on it just it's nice to take time out of your day to like watch something that you enjoy or to read something that you enjoy just to kind of like keep that spirit up but Mm. a lot of the time it's people who want to end their life as it is and not leave life like they they just they wish that their life was different Mm -hmm. but they don't know how they can change it and so they feel out of control and they feel like they don't have a choice and then also the depression on top of that like it just it confuses you it convinces you that you're not wanted in the world it convinces you of all these kinds of different kinds of things um that are really hard to push past when you're not thinking clearly Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what it does it eats away at your brain until you can't think clearly enough right 
and then you just become convinced that it's the only way out. I mean, like, you know that I've been affected by suicide. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you have in some way, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely not something that's ever going to go away, but it's something that we can help people with. Right. And becoming possible. more open-minded. Like, even if you're a person yes. that doesn't deal with it, becoming more open-minded and not stigmatizing people who do suffer from those things will definitely help. Because, I mean, it's like you. When you have, like, your down days or your down moments, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not... I don't know what to say sometimes, so instead of saying something, I do things that, yeah. like, make you yeah. feel better. <laughs> like, when I had my bad day on Wednesday, and you literally just, like, showed up and dropped a bag of stuff on the counter, and then literally said, bye, and ran out the door, everyone else was like, oh my god, that's so sweet, and I walked out the door and started crying, because it was just, like, I never had anybody that would do stuff like that until I have you and Caitlin, mm-hmm. and so... Now I feel like I'm in, I'm in a better place, even though that stuff still affects me, even though, like, my depression hasn't gone away. You guys make it easier to go about all the things that I have to do, and sometimes the schedule is hard. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard even when I don't have a ridiculous schedule like this. So, you're right, I can't even imagine that. Like, yeah. props to all of the artists that we know that have depression, not even just K-pop idols, but anybody. Yeah, anybody that suffers anybody. from depression and, like, still... And I know and it's going. like... Yeah, I know it's, like, one of those things sometimes it's not that you want to keep going and doing it, but you have to, but props to you for still doing it yeah. because that's got to be immensely difficult, so... Well, and I thought about this, too, when I when I learned about Shiny and mm-hmm. I learned about Jonghyun. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a video of a lot of idols pouring into the hospital whenever that happened. Yeah. And I knew that Yoongi struggles a lot with depression and anxiety and things like that, so I stopped the video and I watched his reaction, and it it feels weird to say this, but, like, if you've been affected by suicide, but you have depression yourself and you've ever had suicidal thoughts or have attempted watching someone else do that watching like having having to deal with that afterwards right it really solidifies that you're never gonna do that right no matter how you feel you're never gonna do that and i watched him and i was like okay at least he's safe then because it's that cementing of the idea that there's no coming back from that no like you are yeah that's official that's done you're done and that's one of those things like i can't remember who I heard it from the first time I heard the saying, but somebody was like, suicide doesn't just affect you, it affects everyone that cares about you because you're gone at that point, but everyone else has to deal with what's happened now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you're gone, yeah, you're not in that pain anymore, you're not feeling it, but now everybody around you is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to weigh that out. It's like, yeah, you're hurting, and I know that it's, hard to deal with on a daily basis but like you also have to keep in mind too not to put that on someone's shoulders that does have depression because that is a rough thing to think about like oh shit like if I do that I'm disappointing everyone where like I know I have a very good friend that she also suffers from depression anxiety and one of her biggest things is always feeling like she's a disappointment to people yep Mm -hmm. and she constantly feels like that and it's one of those things where it's like again even with you like with her I I don't know what to say all the time and you know all I can do is just like kind of give her love and like you know but 
it's that thing of like feeling like a disappointment and then like how rough is that to know that man like if I were to just end it all today that's just like the cherry on the disappointment cake yeah you know what I mean so oh it's just one of those yeah so I'm glad that she survived and hopefully out of this she will seek help again yeah and that anybody else who was a fan of hers or is a fan of hers or you know has had to deal with any of those issues also kind of takes cues from her and seeks help as well yeah there's a when I first joined BTS's fandom I went to tumblr because that's where I find everything right and um I found some girl's blog and I started following it and maybe a few weeks after that she put out a final message that was like I can't do this anymore but I'm gonna leave this blog up for you guys and no one's heard from her since it's been over a year now and she she we think she did it so wow like that's affected me a little bit yeah Um, and you know about my grandma so yeah yeah it's suicide's fucking hard but I'm glad that you talked about it yeah I mean it's it is a part of life as ugly as it is you know yeah. So it's just, like I said, a lot of it is people that don't deal with it keeping an open mind and trying their hardest to be supportive. You can't always be 100% supportive, but, like, trying your best definitely does help. Um, and, you know, again, if you have those feelings and those ideas, like, bouncing around in your head, talk to somebody. Yeah. Even if it's just a friend. Sometimes that's how a lot of people get help is they, like, say something to their friend who is like, yo, like, I'm ill-equipped to deal with that, but let me help you find someone who can help you. Yeah. So. Yeah, I grew up with a lot of friends that struggled with, like, suicide and depression, and let me tell you, that is one call you never want to get in your life, and I've had it probably three times now, and it's just... Yeah. It's the worst feeling, so, I mean, yeah, if you struggle, just get help with it. Just do that. Um... On a slightly lighter note, mm. so your Please. girl CL. Ah, my girl. Your girl. Um, so she was supposed to have a talk show coming out. Really? Yeah, and it, I think it was supposed to come out this year. Um, that got canceled. Oh. Yeah, I like nobody really knows why. Um, they were all about like. I guess they were in the middle of like creating the soundstage and like doing all that stuff for the the show and mm-hmm. out of nowhere it just kind of got canceled and there's been no real explanation for it hmm. um but yeah they like halted production and then well yeah they halted production at first and they never really said why but it was always with the idea that they were going to restart it again and just change the date of when the show was supposed to start and then they were like yeah actually we're not doing this so so i mean hopefully she like another door opens for her to do something like that because Mm. that would have been cool to have like her have a talk show because she's really funny and she's like an interesting person and I would be like I was really curious to the types of guests that she would have and like what she would talk about so Mm. let's hope that maybe she can do that again in the future but as of now it's been cancelled and am sad because I was like oh that's really cool and I want to watch that I didn't even know and now I'm sad too because I need new CL content we all do yeah we all do I just have been watching hello bitches on repeat I know I I know I know (laughs) me too um but yeah also for the XOLs out there um apparently a ton of XOLs are celebrating because Suho slipped and accidentally revealed that they might be going on tour. What? 
Yeah. Like a worldwide tour? That's what it sounds like. <gasps> I know. We need to save all our coins Lacey. right now. We need to save all of our coins right now. Hopefully they don't do like fucking JYP did the GOT7 and just <laughs> drop them in. Like, I'm well, still upset over this. I'm still upset over this JYP. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it was an accident. Like, apparently they were doing a fan sign event in Indonesia. Interesting. They got lots of fans everywhere. But, so they were in, an, in Indonesia, and he said something about, something to the effect of, yeah, an EXO concert? I mean, you might see that soon, and everybody flipped shit, and then he was like, oh, wait, uh, mm. <laughs> Spoiler! Whoops. <laughs> oh so, God. yeah. What? Everybody's very excited about the possibility that they're gonna go on a big old tour. But... Am sad because Schumann's in the military now. Yeah. And he won't be able to go. No. Oh, mm. my baby. And also, where's Lay? How they gonna go on tour with just seven of them? I don't know. <laughs> usually, usually they would have someone else to keep them in check. But I feel like let XL loose anywhere and it's probably a disaster chaos yeah it'd be like if june leaves bts no not like not like leaves, no, leaves but like know, when he leaves like, them in a room by themselves and they all freak out it's like that i was just thinking like no one should leave any of them alone ever <laughs> bts on a worldwide tour without june can you fucking imagine they would fall apart like that chaos complete chaos jen would be like yo <laughs> Where my husband at? <laughs> he gotta be here. He gotta take care of these damn kids. You'd see, you'd see, Korean mom abandons her, her five children in the subway. <laughs> it's just Jin. <laughs> Yungi would be like, fuck, man, no, I have to take over. He'd just let them do whatever they want. He'd yeah. be like, here's my black card, go buy ice cream or whatever. And yeah. Jin would be like, yes! Pretty much. <laughs> so, what would you say? What would I say? Well, first, mm. think of all of your favorite idol groups that you want to see, that you want to get P1 for, that you want to get sound check for, that you want to get the high touch event for. Just like imagine that. Imagine okay. being able to do that. And what would you say huh. if you got those tickets? You're scaring me. <laughs> and then you got there. You're scaring me. And found out. You're scaring me. That you couldn't touch them. Okay. Like, you know how they do but those, like, there? high fives. They're still there. Okay. But, like, you can't high five them or hand them anything, or they can't high five you or shake your hand or, or do any of that Or, like, sign anything? Stuff. Yeah, they'll still sign it. But you literally walk up and you just stand there and stare at their face? Yeah. I mean, like, not to sound weird, but that's how most American meet and greets go, so that wouldn't be abnormal to me. I wouldn't really mind. Okay. But, like, if you had to pay, like high-touch prices? No, yeah, that's what oh. I'm saying, though. Uh, I, I don't know. Why? Like, because if I paid that extra coin, I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't care what your managers say. Let me, let me at them dimples, June. I'm gonna get <laughs> escorted out, but I'm gonna touch you. <laughs> I'm gonna get escorted out, and they're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna give your seats to somebody else. That's fine. fine. That's fine. I, I, I just want to touch you. And I'm good. I can go home now. <laughs> I flicked Jimin square in the forehead. That's all I needed. And I can leave now. <laughs> Why am I so mean to him? <laughs> no, no, Because you, you're like, you have that kindergarten crush on him. It's true. Like, I love him so much. Like, if I punch you hard enough, you'll be my boyfriend. 
so right. You're so right. But why? Okay, well, tell so me why. I ask that because apparently JYP has new fan sign restrictions for GOT7 and Agassiz are very, very disappointed and angry about it. So apparently there's a new rule that they're, they have a no-touch ban. So even, like, you go up there and, mm-hmm. you know, before where you could, like I said, high-five, hold, you know, interlock fingers or whatever, no more. What? None. What? Absolutely not. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I see both sides of this. I do on. see. I do see why. No, I want to hear what you have to say first. Yeah. So, but apparently, like even the members are having a hard time with it. Really? Yeah. There's like a video of Jackson at of course. the most recent fan sign. I knew. I knew you were gonna say Jackson because he's so he wants he's to very connect touchy. so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, so he it's him at the fan sign. One of the fans comes up to talk to him and I think she did get his autograph Mm -hmm. but he reaches out to grab her hand or like she said something to him kind of like teasingly and he reached out to like touch her hand or grab her hand and immediately like recoiled like he had been burned like is what it looked like like he went to touch her and recoiled and like said to her I'm sorry I forgot I can't touch you and I, I was like, poor baby. So sad if Jackson tried to touch me and then couldn't touch me. I would be like, please touch me anyway. Here, like I'll just, get like, escorted please, out. Just please, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. I don't care. I don't like, care. I just need this. Yeah. Touch me. Like I'll put my hands out here. You yeah. just you, touch you, my you, whatever you want. Yeah. You want to slap me? Do that too. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, so like even the members are having a little bit of an issue, like because they're so used to being able to do that, just right. like the fans are. Is that Justin? other countries or is it in Korea too? No, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's a strict no-touch ban now that they have. And I don't know if it, I would assume it's for all JYP acts, but I know so far I've only Got seen seven. Got 7 dealing with it, so. Hmm. Like I said, for that price tag of getting high touch and all that shit, like, I'm just gonna get escorted out. Like I'm just gonna have to leave because I'm touching you. Well, <laughs> I'm you sorry. Can, you can get the floor seats without P1, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that I would just. I, I see the point to that. Yeah. Because, like I said, I mean that's how most most American meet and greets go. Yeah. Um. I know that. For all. <laughs> I every time I hear this. All I can see is the karaoke. That's all I can see is the run episode where they're doing the karaoke to yeah. face. And I love it so much. But I don't know for any of you that used to be the scene kids at Warp Tour or the goths or the emos or whatever the fuck. I if was you none of those Warped things, Tour, but I did go to Warp Tour. Yeah, okay. So if you went to Warp Tour, there came a certain time where Sleeping with Sirens kind of got on their fucking high horse and they were like, yeah, we're not going to let anybody touch us at all. And, okay, great, but, like, you're in... Wait, were they Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi again? (laughs) (laughs) I think they're Diet Pepsi because I would never drink it. (laughs) (laughs) I like Sleeping With Sirens. I still listen to it, but I listen to it for nostalgia's sake at this point. I'm not saying it's good. I listen to it because I used to love it. I look back and I'm like, it's... They're bad. They're bad. They got on their high horse, and they were like, no one's gonna touch us, and also, like, a bunch of other things. They, like, got escorted through bodyguards, through Warp Tour, and if you've ever been to Warp Tour, you kind of know that that's not really how it works. Like, I get if they want protection, that's understandable. They had a lot of fangirls. But you should be able to walk through the crowd. I do know how many bands that have just walked past me, and I've been like, oh, cool, that guy from We Came As Romans, or, oh, cool, that guy from Bless the Fall, like... 
that's that's the environment that that's in. Right. So when they kind of did that, everyone was a little taken aback, like, yeah. then why are you here? Because the whole point of it is so that it, you're not, like, this major celebrity. Right. You get on the stage, you get off the stage, you hang out with people. That's how it is. Do you know how crazy that is, honestly? The last time, not the last time, the time before the last time I went to the 97X Backyard Barbecue and 30 Seconds to Mars was there, and it was the first time I had seen them live. Really? You could legit go into, like, the merch tent or whatever when they got off stage and, and like, there. walk straight up and fucking hug Jared Leto. Yeah. Jared Leto, dude. Like, <laughs> like the Joker, dude. No, yeah, I get it. I get it. You could hug him. I get it. And That's he was I'm all saying. about it. That's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, it was kind of cool that they had something. It was... The way that it was marketed, when you first told me about it, I was weirded out by yeah. it. Only because I was like... I don't pay to touch people. Like, I I really don't. I've never had to do that. If I wanted to get a hug, all I had to do was be like, yo, can I get a hug and a selfie? And they would be like, yeah. Or What what else you want? You want me to sign your tits? I don't care. I'll do it. You know? So it's like, I understood. Because people do the same thing for, like, Post Malone. They pay lots of money to go stand next to Post Malone and take a picture with him. Don't make a face. Don't make a face. Somebody said he smells good. I believe them. Don't make a face. I'm sure he does smell good, but he <laughs> looks like he, he doesn't. He was the only example that I could think... Okay, fine. Another one. Um, no, it's Christina fine. Christina Aguilera. <laughs> you made another face. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, it's fine. Like, Post Malone is fine because even though he looks a little bit, like, skeevy and sketchy... He's really funny, and he has a nice personality, and I appreciate that about him. Yeah, we love you, Austin. Yes, we do. But You're like, adorable. But you get what I'm saying, though, yeah. is that, like, the big American artists, they kind of have that same yeah. thing. Just the way that the high touch was set up was just weird to me, because, like, I've seen that with American bands before, but I never had to pay to do it. It was more right. of, like, we are just at our tent, and we'll sign this, and right. we'll, like, hug you and shake your hand or whatever. Right. Um. So that's that's just... I don't know. It's I, a foreign concept to you, basically. It is. Yeah. And I feel... I guess... I don't really care about it. Yeah. So much. Like, it would kind of suck if they wanted to touch me. But I'm not about to reach across the table and touch somebody if they don't really want that. Like... I mean, clearly he wanted it, though. I, I know, but... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There are some videos that I see where, like, you can kind of tell that the idol is not feeling being touched. Right. But they have to because this is what they signed up for. So, like, they'll play along a little bit, but Mm. they're not... They won't close their fingers all the way. Right. You know, stuff like that. And I I personally wouldn't want to go through that rejection. I just really wouldn't want to. I would walk up to (laughs) Jimin. That's a whole new level of, like, being rejected. (laughs) I would I would walk up to Jamin at a high touch event and all I would want to do was touch his hands because he has such pretty hands. And if he would be like, uh, yeah, I guess that, no, immediately I'm going to cry. Rejection level over 9,000. I'm going to fucking cry. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to do it. Or Yungi, Yungi has really pretty hands. I would not be able to resist being like, okay, fine, please, yeah. please, I'll pay for this. Let me touch your hands. Yeah. And if he no, were to be like, eh, and make a face. Dude, all bets are off. I'm crying forever for the rest of my life. Okay, I, yeah, I can see that, because that is expert-level rejection you'd have to deal with. Exactly. Um, But I've seen it, and that's the thing. So that's why when you first said it, 
my immediate reaction was to be like, oh no, I can't touch Yu-Gi-Oh anymore. And then the other part was like, good? <laughs> good? I don't know. I mean, I think it's a good thing that you specifically aren't allowed to touch Yu-Gi-Oh now. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to be real. Why? I just want to love him. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I just want to love him. I Why can't I love him? I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying it's probably best that you don't. Listen, he's the motherfucker that was like, I'm Listen. single, come to JYP, guess what? Hey, catch me outside JYP. <laughs> Listen, all I know is I don't want to have to bail you out of jail for pulling <laughs> that six-foot, fruit-by-the-foot-ass man across the table. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. I don't want it. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, because I would. <laughs> I'm going to need you to leave his bubble tape bubblegum ass behind the table. Okay? <laughs> uh, I'm not okay. <laughs> I am not okay. I'm sorry I ruined all the things for you. <laughs> Six foot fruit by the foot. <laughs> You're so funny. Where did you even get that? It just came out. It just came out. <laughs> I want to call him that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Apparently, I had feelings that I didn't know existed, and that's how they manifested. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, it was a good one. It was a really good one. Later, when I'm married to him, I'll recall this moment. It's like that time, the first time Josh heard me call someone dick mouth. And he, was like, <laughs> he was like, the fuck? It's like, you and your road rage need to calm down. <laughs> I need a break from you. <laughs> no, you don't. You're right. That was... <laughs> you come up with the best insults and they're like they're like right away too and it's and they're crazy spot on. they're spot on it's crazy i have to think about that that's the kind of shit that you think about in the shower like five years after you've had an argument you're just like man i should have said this you say that right then yeah. you live you live your best life i have zero filter and honestly it's just i'm not thinking about anything just things just fly out of my mouth and i'm just <laughs> like oh yeah, that was fitting. You deserve that. <laughs> oh, oh, God. That's what happens when I'm high. <laughs> it's true. It's true, is it not? It's, no, it's You true. know me well enough yeah. now. No, it's true. That's exactly what happens. And 90% of the time, it's my deepest, darkest thoughts that I don't want to come out of my mouth. And then they do. And then you look at me and I'm like, fuck, I really did say that. You sure did. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that thing about... I, about Just Two's album, <laughs> when I was saying that it was like an entire album from GTA, <laughs> I told somebody about that today and they were like, um, wow, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you I'm weren't wrong though. Thank you. You weren't wrong. Thank you. Because I did go back and listen to it after you made all those comments, because like I said, I had only listened to Focus at that point, and right. I was just like, I mean, this is good, so I can't see the rest of it being awful, but then I just never went back and listened to it <laughs> for some reason. I got distracted by something else, probably, and then you said all that in that podcast, and I was like, do what? <laughs> so I went back and listened, and I was like, oh, 
Yeah. Um, since we're still talking about GOT7 really quickly. It's like an 8-bit ass album. <laughs> I just want to say that the word I was struggling for earlier when we were talking about Eclipse was that it's kind of like Look and Never Ever yeah. and Hard Carry. It's mm. kind of, it's very similar style-wise mm. and it reminded me of them so I kind of glossed over it because it sounds like them. Yeah. So I was like, eh, okay, good You're song. You're like, like I want GOT7 but I don't want them to sound like GOT7. Yes. <laughs> But then, but then One Degree came out, and I was like, yo, this Listen. is fire, and the whole rest of the album was so good, and I'm, I'm dead serious, I'm so sorry to say this, but I went into this literally expecting kind of like a Just Two album, where I was going to yeah. be disappointed, and then I was pleasantly surprised, and but I'm see, still surprised every time. That's the thing, though. If you go in with, like, really low expectations, usually you're surprised, and you're like, oh, okay, like, bet, like, I could listen to this. Maybe that's why we didn't like Persona at first, because we went into it with really high expectations. It wasn't even that I went into it with high expectations, I went into it expecting a certain genre of music that they were gonna do, and then it was, like, completely left. I've really grown to love it now, though. I know you're still working on it, but... Uh, Certain songs certain songs. I listen to the album all the time now, actually. Yeah. I mean, I listen to it because I don't have a choice because somehow it found its way into my BTS playlist. Somehow. And it's just, like, randomly in there. Like, mm-hmm. it's not all together. Sure. So, but I still skip songs. Like, I still skip them. The I listen ones that to I don't home, like, every single time I'm in the car now. I love it so much. Here's my thing with Home, and this is why I like it. It's not really stylistically the same, but they're in some way similar and I still haven't figured out what it is whenever I listen to home I have to go back and listen to BTS's cover of comeback home really yeah I still haven't listened to the full cover of that it's good I need to that's good you should yeah cuz I mean if only for Jin's falsetto you should true yeah true um, I saw that one clip of it and I was like yo what is this yeah speaking of Jin mm. Um, any of y'all on Twitter, if you look up, um, so the actual Twitter user that I, that posted it, that I saw, was at Jen's Melody, um, but the video was done by at Yojabang, um, and they posted a fan cam of Jin doing Befse. <gasps> what? It's the first one I've ever seen of just him doing it. Baby is the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. Really? Like, he was getting it. He was getting it. And I was into all of it. I was like, yes, honey, do that. He oh was my into God. it. So it was really good. Um, and, yeah. So if you, if you haven't seen it, you should go see it. Because if not, like, I literally just sat there and smiled the whole time, like, watching him dance. It was the cutest thing ever. Do you know what the most awkward moment of my day usually is? Hmm. Whenever I'm on my phone and I catch a random BTS video or something like that, and I don't realize that I'm smiling or that I'm laughing until someone else is like, what are you smiling and laughing about? And I'm always like, nothing, fuck off, go away. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want you to know why I'm so happy. This is the only thing that makes me look like this. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, same. So, just so y'all know, she's no. in here legit no. doing the choreography. No. Okay. Like, Cookie making fun of Jimin. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that. I was. 
there's that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. One thing I want to talk about real quick because oh. you have brought this into my life, and I thought I was only gonna read the first chapter of it. Oh, and you're going to fix now? Yeah. I thought I was only going to read the first chapter of it and then just leave it there. I've sent you so many. I don't know what this is. I'm scared. You have, but is it sad that I can't tell the difference between the Chrome logo and just the Google logo? Because my life. What? There's a difference? <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh. Okay. Yeah. So... You sent me this fic a couple days ago not that long ago like less than a week taboo is that the one that's sort of like appetite for stars but not really yes 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 it's ongoing it is ongoing yes so taboo it is done it's not as bad as appetite for stars i don't nothing's think. as bad as appetite for stars what do you mean you're right <laughs> so, <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Taboo is a fic done by a writer on AO3 called Lindsay, but it's not spelled like how you would normally spell Lindsay. It's spelled L-I-N-Z-E-I-G-H. But it's definitely, um, so she stated in the notes in the first chapter mm -hmm. that if you didn't want to read the whole thing, that you could read just the first chapter as a one shot, mm -hmm. but that she couldn't get it out of her head. And so she had to expand on it. So fuck you if you don't like it, basically. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I respect that. Um, and as a one shot, yes, the first chapter is very good. Mm hmm. But I have decided to read on because I'm like, well, if she's going to expand on this and, like, more things are going to happen, I need to know. Because I'm yeah. a nosy bitch and I need to know. Yeah. So, so that's a good one. Basically, the dynamic is Jimin is June's stepdad, but they're still the same ages that they are now. Yeah. Um, so Jimin is basically like a sugar baby. He is who, a sugar baby. Yeah, yeah. Who marries June's dad. Yeah. But, but then seduces. Seduces June. June. Yeah. And it just kind of gets real after that. Yeah. Um, and the tags do not warn you this, by the way. Because yes, they do. No, they don't. Uh-huh. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No, no. It Complicated says. Complicated relationships. That doesn't say shit about this. That doesn't say shit about this because it's not just, oh, yeah, June sleeps with a stepdad. It's like, uh, yeah, you go. You explain it. It says right there. No, 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 no. Listen, it says right the tags there. say angst with a happy ending, look, look. object insertion, complicated relation, object insertion, sorry, <laughs> complicated relationships, recreational drug use, consensual somnophilia. Somnophilia is when you're asleep. And somebody fucks you in your sleep, or does things to you at least in your sleep. I'm not gonna lie, that is a kink I've developed because of these. <laughs> Just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. Not mad at it. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, that don't say shit. This is complicated relationships. This is so much <laughs> bigger than that. This is so much bigger than that. I was like, yo, I was not fucking prepared for this. Listen. This is intense. Listen. At least Appetite for Stars was like, weird semi-quasi-incest, well, but not really, and also... Appetite for Stars kind of had to, because in that, Cookie was a minor. Like, he was, a, like, 12. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they kind of had to with that one. Although, I'm not gonna lie, when I got into it and realized what was gonna happen, 
my brain immediately blanked for a second, and all I could hear was Bonquiqui in my head going, I got a complicated order! (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand you! (laughs) Security, he got to go! (laughs) Got to go. Got to go. No, this one... That warned you. That gave you so many tags. I did. There was a hell of this tags one on had. That. I just read six. Here's I the read thing. six, and it does not say, "Hey, Jimin." F- mm, I can't. Here's I can't the ruin thing, it. though. Appetite for Stars is so fucked up of a story. It's true. It required all those tags. It did require all those tags. Yeah. It required all those tags and then some that it didn't even get because even though it had a bajillion tags on it and I read all those tags, I didn't. Still read the story and was like, mm, <laughs> mm, this was not tagged enough. This is unsavory, <laughs> but I'm too far in to stop reading. <laughs> this is unsavory. I like, feel ways. I feel ways. And none of them are good. <laughs> I know. Appetite for Stars grossed you out for a few days. It grossed me out, too. You feel shaken. I'm still grossed out. Yeah, I, f- I still feel shaken when I, I think about that. I still feel the need to go and rescue this fictional Jimin. Like There are a lot of fics that we have read that have left us feeling shaken. That one that you never read, that 23-chapter-long one that they literally made a fucking YouTube trailer for. The Mafia one. The, the gun one, fucking? yes, Ugh. yes, the one where Tay was like an Gut undercover gross. cop, yeah, and he snuck into Cookie's empire, uh, drug empire. Oh, oh just you telling me about God. that story, I was like, this is that's too much, y'all. I literally updated her every single chapter, like this is what happened in this chapter, and just fucking listed everything. And every time she was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? How does this happen?" And I was like. I don't know, this story wild as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It and was. I kept reading. After all of the shit that happened in it, I kept reading like a dumbass. And I'm not even gonna fucking recommend it. I'm not gonna recommend it because it still fucks me up when I think about that. Anytime I see a story that says gunplay now, I have to fucking scroll past that shit. I can't do it. Yeah, gunplay was putting it lightly. Yeah, that is the most intense gunplay I've ever fucking heard of. Yeah. But anyway, back to the original point of this fit. I mean, also, Taboo. I'm not allowed to be anywhere near guns because I don't know how to act, so. <laughs> the one time somebody let me hold a gun because <laughs> I wouldn't hurt anyone except myself, let's just be honest. <laughs> oh my god. The one time I was allowed to hold a gun, do you know what I immediately did? Pointed it at yourself? At my own face. <laughs> <laughs> And immediately had it slapped out of my hand. <laughs> You're the worst kind of person. Well, <laughs> well, can I justify by saying that I was told immediately before being handed it that it was not loaded and there was no magazine in it? <laughs> so what did I have to be afraid of? I legit got that bitch in my hand and went, hmm, <laughs> turn it right at my own fucking eyes. <laughs> and immediately had it taken away. <laughs> He's like, you fucking four-year-old, give me my gun back. Do, do you know what this reminded me of? No. <laughs> that vine where it, 
it's two brothers and one of them's on the couch sleeping and the other one walks in and just shoots his gun off in the house and the guy wakes up and falls off the couch and just looks at him and goes that's why mom doesn't fucking love you that's what that reminded me of because you are an asshole and no one can give you a gun my mom loves me (laughs) (laughs) oh boy isn't a fucking man in the sky my mommy so shut the fuck up (laughs) you know if i was a vine you know what vine i would be what that vine of like this family's like having a barbecue in the backyard and this little boy just comes like running around the pool and his mom goes what do you have and he's like a knife no <laughs> i'm that kid you are that kid <laughs> you are totally that kid yeah you know who else is that kid jungkook yeah jungkook tae and jimin are all that kid jin is the one that says no you yeah. use the dad that's laughing <laughs> yeah that's true he's like let him have it it's fine <laughs> yeah no, you're totally that kid. It's true. You're awful. Just don't give me weapons and everything's fine. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Don't give me weapons and I'll be fine. Okay. Nah, not a thing. I enjoy that we both did that. Don't look at it yet. I'll show you in a second. Why? <laughs> so stupid. Why? <laughs> so stupid. Why? No, show me. No, I no so show stupid. me. Okay. Oh my god. I hate your husband. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I want a divorce. <laughs> okay, anyway. I mean, it's only extra funny because I was just doing that with your bra. So, it's true. Like... Yeah. Her husband put her baby in her bra, but the funny thing is that an hour ago, Lacey did the same thing to me. Yeah, I was just dancing around with Taylor's bra on because her boobs are at least five sizes bigger than mine. <laughs> Hot tub boobs, pool boobs. There's a difference. (laughs) I don't know. All right. No, I'll take it. I'll take it. Do you know what? Now, even though I haven't practiced my Korean in a little while, I still catch things that I haven't heard before. So, in like songs where. I recognize words that I didn't catch before, and now Mm. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? That happened the other day with Euphoria, which I don't listen to a lot. I have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. It's like epiphany. You have to be in the mood for it. It's a a specific kind of mood. I love the ever-loving shit out of Jin, and I'm never in the mood for epiphany. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I think... Like, the video, I could watch him in the video forever, but I don't want to hear the song. Whoever made it's that... It's a beautiful theme. song. No. Whoever made that fucking Tom and Jerry meme <laughs> about Epiphany, the <laughs> one where he ascends into heaven <laughs> while Epiphany plays, ruined Epiphany for me forever because I don't even picture him from the video. That's all I picture. <laughs> Is Jerry going up the fucking escalator. That's all I picture. No. I always picture... Or no, the... no. Tom. I'm an idiot. Tom. Tom. I always picture the meme that somebody made and they're like a gin solo concert and it's like the part of epiphany where he's just doing that one like note Mm -hmm. and it's like a picture of his face on stage doing it and then they pan out to the audience and the whole audience is just him doing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i i don't know but i was listening to you for the other day and um he says mulligasol yeah within like the first uh, the second second part of the verse Mm. and i was like oh don't know why 
don't know why I'd never heard that before because that was one of the first phrases that I learned. You know what it is? Because the same thing happens to me. Um, like, I think it's, yeah, you learned the word, yeah, you know what it means, but I think it's like one of those things where if you don't hear it a lot, mm-hmm. then you won't catch it, but like once you start catching familiar, like, um, familiar syllables and like phrases and Mm -hmm. stuff and then you're able to put them together because you know what it means you hear a lot more stuff than you heard before even in different pitches yeah because that is pitched differently than any other time i've heard muluga so and that's why i probably didn't catch it yeah but i heard it the other day and i was like yo what and you gotta also think because it's the same thing with like even songs and stuff in english when somebody's singing a word they obviously aren't pronouncing it the way that they would speak it. Right. So, like, that throws it off. And especially if it's a language that's not your first language and you're still learning, mm-hmm. like, you're never going to pick a lot of stuff up. Right. It's going to take a long time for you to start picking things up because you're used to hearing it spoken and spoken in a certain way. Yeah. Like, a certain um, inflection. Right. That you don't get when somebody's singing. Yeah. So, yeah. I that can, makes sense. Yeah, because there's still stuff, like, I hear in songs that I'm like... <gasps> Whoa. Oh. Oh. Oh, I know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, it took forever for me to figure out Butorane. Mm-hmm. And then it took me forever to do hard carry. And it's not hard carry. It's hard to carry. Yeah. But, like, I didn't catch that until I actually sat and looked at the lyrics. And you know that it took me forever. Yeah, it did. It, oh, I was so mad. Um, I, oh, can we so just, mad. because you brought up fire... Yes. I've told you this before, this cringy-ass story, about when we went to see BTS in September, mm-hmm. and the girl... <gasps> yes! This the is girl, the worst. Yeah, this girl was behind us, and so everybody who... I mean, who in any K-pop fandom at this point, whether you like BTS or not, has not heard Fire, does not know Bultorane. Nobody doesn't know that. Right. Homegirl behind us at the show when they do fire goes but totally and keeps saying it and i'm just like are you trying to like what i like do you think that's what they're saying because what they're saying yeah or like are you trying to be a meme like i don't understand what's going on but i need you to stop because stop (laughs) (laughs) it's been like forever to hear the book yeah who told her name it took me forever. But what's funny is, so where we were sitting, it was us, and then there were two Korean boys next to us, and then there's, like, a girl and her boyfriend who didn't want to be there on the other side of us. Right. And this girl, I mean, talk, like, she's loud, too, but totally! Our oh. entire row turns around and is like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine getting called out by an entire row? She was having a good old time, because she did not even notice that we all turned around and looked at her. <laughs> <laughs> she was I mean, like army bomb going just jamming and she had no idea that our entire row turned around and was like girl huh <laughs> excuse me uh, yeah i knew that that's not what they said but i didn't know what they said it took me a long time to be able to to hear it yeah um and even when like i would see it romanized i, I hate still that couldn't romanized but i still couldn't put it together yeah like, I was like, there's too many words in this letter, like, too many letters in this word. Like, he's not saying all those letters. He can't be. I know. That's why I'm saying yeah. I literally saw that romanized one time, and I was like, I don't ever want to look at that word again. That was awful. 
That was so awful. I will say, when I first started trying to learn Korean, I had this book that had everything in Hangul, and it had everything Romanized, and then it had everything, like, what it meant in English. That makes sense. But the Romanized version of the words threw me off because yeah. because of all the extra letters because obviously yeah, there are letters, letters depending on how they're paired that you don't pronounce the letter that way yeah and so when I started using memorize and learning it and because it's all audio mm -hmm. it's sort of like um Rosetta Stone mm -hmm. so they teach it to you conversationally and what I liked about it was that it not only teaches you how to speak but it teaches you how to speak read and write all at the same time yeah so like you're functionally literate, I guess, while you're learning it. Yeah, that makes sense, because I can read things, and I just don't know what it means all the time, but then you can just Google Translate. Right, and, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you could do that, and yeah. it makes it a lot easier to learn it. Um, but yeah, like, that book threw me off, because then, like, I would hear words, like, in movies or TV shows or songs or whatever, and I would hear words, and it was like, I couldn't grasp it because I'm just like I've never learned that word before and then I would see it in the hangul and like look it up and be like oh I do know that word yeah but I didn't know that's how you say that word mm -hmm. so that's why I like memorized like everybody's like I do duolingo for like duolingo is garbage <laughs> duolingo is so garbage yeah. it taught me things that definitely helped when I carried over into memorize mm -hmm. but not very much it's okay I take it back. Duolingo is not necessarily garbage. It just, I can't learn it that way. The I way that either. it teaches you. Mm -mm. It's very like... It's extremely repetitive. It's very repetitive and very slow paced. Yes. Whereas like... Memorize kind of like gets you going. Yeah. And yeah. I think for me, learning quickly like that helps me retain it. Because, and then with Memorize, like, I mean, not saying you couldn't go back and relook at stuff on Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying you couldn't go back and look at it, but it makes it easier when I learn new things on Memrise. Like, I can go back and connect things together, and then I can make sentences. Even though they're the most, like, basic of sentences, I can do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I think Memrise helps, too, because it, it reinforces, like, hey, I'm going fast, so you can't rely on just this to study. You right. can't rely on just this to memorize it. You have to be able to, like... Oh, okay. Now they're giving me words without the romanization. I should probably write the romanization down so that I can get the hang of the pronunciation better. Once I started using Memrise, I stopped with romanization completely. Really? Completely. I... Except for the little bits of it they give you in the actual app, and it's like little bits of it. Yeah. I stopped using it altogether. I am getting better with not needing to do that. If it's a large piece of text, I have to. Yeah. But if it's... If it's small enough, I, I should be able to sound it out. It's just sometimes it's hard for me to conceptualize mm. because they use a lot of letters and things that you don't, like, the, the pronunciation either is all together or they don't really, like, that's not a hard syllable that they use. Right, right, right. So I see the word and then my English brain tries to be like, okay, but you have to pronounce every letter or you have to figure out how that letter sounds when right. really you don't. Right, right. Like, there's so many letters in Butorone, and 
you don't pronounce them all. No, it's just, it's easier to say putorone yeah. than it is to look at the word and be like, what the fuck is that? Right. And that's, I think that's why hard carry took me so long to get mm. was because I couldn't, I couldn't place the lyrics the whole time I'm sitting here and I'm like, I know what this is saying, but I don't know how to pronounce well, it. Well, because when you sent it back to me and you're like, ha, du, ke, ri, he, I don't get it. And I was like, put it all together. And you're like. What, I don't get it. <laughs> what made you okay? What helped though was when you said "say it fast." Yeah. And I was like, "How do carry hey? How do carry hey? What? How do carry hey? Hard carry? What the fuck?" And then I, like, <laughs> I was like, "No, there's no fucking way." Clicked on that, sat there, and as soon as I heard "how do carry hey," I was like, "Fuck!" fuck. <laughs> I screamed so loud that people in traffic next to me looked at me and I was like, yeah, bitch, like, I just had a fucking epiphany. This is awful. But yeah. So we said all that to say, if you ever want to learn language, it doesn't even have to be Korean. Use Memrise because it's really good. Oh my God. Yeah. My cousin's using the Japanese version of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He's he told me he was learning Japanese, but I didn't know he was using Memrise. Yeah. I actually had a very serious talk with Wait, him. Wait, which cousin is this again? Jacob. Hi, Jacob. I love you. Hi, Jacob. We love you. No, like, Jacob, I stand you. You're like, for real. <laughs> You're the mood. If it's... Taylor ever moves back to Michigan, I need you to move here because... Hey. Well, he's the boy version of you. I need something. Yeah, you're not wrong. He really is the boy version of me. So, Jacob, I love you, and I've never met you in real life, but I need to. Yeah, he's great. I love him. He, he wants to visit before I move, though, so you should meet him before then. If not, you'll just have to visit me. When it's, like, summer. Yeah, because yeah, I, nice. I am not... You know, I... <laughs> I no. Know. I know. You're not about that snow. Nah. You're not about that cold place. Nah. But he started learn, uh, using it for Japanese, mm. and... He kind of has, like, a little bit of a hectic schedule like I do, but he places more value on entertainment than he does with friends, kind yeah. of, because, like, he doesn't really have a lot of people that are close to him, except for his brothers. Life. Right. But they, and they all play games with each other anyway, so it's like he really doesn't have to leave his room right. to interact with people very much. Right. Um, so he was kind of, like... I feel like learning this is more so I'm forcing myself to do it instead of I'm having fun with it. Mm. And I had to talk him down from it because I was like, don't think about it like I have to learn this because I want the skill. Because then you're not going to be motivated to do it. Yeah. I said, you, you shouldn't be thinking about like, oh, I can watch anime without the subtitles now and just with the language on if I learn this. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't right. be forcing yourself through it. It, it should be, be like an enriching thing. Yeah, it should be this is fun. You have to make it fun. You have to make it a fun practice for you to be like, hey, I know that word. I said, it, it's fun for me and Lacey to sit there and talk at each other with other people around or just by ourselves because it's like, it's it's a bonding thing. Yeah, and it's one of those things like, and we do it to each other all the time. Yeah. You do it more so than I do. Um, just because I, really I know... I want to cement it in my yeah. head, and you kind of, you're on a different level than I am. That's what I was going to say. I know that we're at different levels of learning the language, so yeah. you do it more so than I do, but, like, we'll be somewhere, like, in a group of people or whatever, and, like, just start dropping Korean words or phrases into, I mean, in, in context. They are in context. Yeah. But, like, dropping Korean words and phrases into the conversation where everybody else is like, what is happening? Yeah. But we know what we're talking about. Yeah. So... I mean, it's just one of those things. It's nice to be able to have that, but it's also nice to be able to understand that, like, okay, I have enough knowledge to where if I want to go somewhere, yeah, 
I'll have the ability to get around. Right. Like, I could probably still go to France and broken English slash French my way around. Yeah, because you do still know enough French to be able to do that. But that's what makes it fun, is that I could do that if I wanted to. If I had the money to go to Paris and to just fuck around for a day, I'd be able to get around and, like, get everything that I needed because I have the basic knowledge. But for someone like me and for someone like you, you, like, you're a teacher, you like to teach people things, Mm. you like to, um, you like to learn new things, and I'm the same way, but... For me, I want to be able to translate. I want that to be something that I can do fluently. Right. And I want to be like Jackson Wang, who sounds speaks like he's legit different languages. from America yeah. when he speaks English. He and does. sounds like he's legit from Korea when he speaks Korean sometimes. Sometimes he has issues. It's really cute when he does. The tigers. Horangi! <laughs> Horangi! <laughs> Points at a lion. Are you fucking kidding me, Jackson? Not even just that, but, like, I've seen videos where other people have had to explain to the foreign line, like, hey, this is why this was funny. Yeah. Because it's a play on words or, you know, something yeah. something that they don't know. Like, Mark and Jackson, they have to do that to them all the time. Mm. And I never realized that. I just thought that Jackson was, like, fluent in Korean and it was no big deal. He's not. Yeah. Like, I mean, he is, but he but doesn't I mean, know everything. And it's still, like, for somebody who is... English isn't their first language, and say they're just as fluent in English, but they don't get, like, the idioms and the little sayings and, like, little humor like that just because it's not their first language. So, like, I could see that, because there's even, like, when we watch, like, old run episodes and, like, Jin's telling his dad jokes, and, like, they're explaining in the subtitles, like, what the joke is, and I'm still like, that shit ain't funny because I still don't get it. I know, like, um, what is the one that everybody always mentions? The one from the prison episode? Oh, the, the what do you call, what do you call a singing cow or whatever it is? Yeah, and it was, like, like a a lawsuit. lawsuit. Yeah. But I know, I know it was the play on words of like the word for a cow and the word for a lawsuit, right? So yeah, but I was like, I it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because it's like I don't know enough Korean for that to make sense. Yeah, so it's not funny. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, or they they accidentally say fuck all the time, and and then everyone else is laughing and they're like, what? Yeah, what? What? I'm good. What? Yeah. Bitch, you get it. We know you know you. what you said. You know what you did. No, my favorite is the ones where they're trying to say dandelion, and there's three English speakers at the fucking table, and they just let them... Dandelion? Dandelion. No, baby, dandelion. But none of them can get it, and they keep going, and Jackson and Bam Bam are just sitting there like, mm-hmm, yeah. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. Good. 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 Mm-hmm. Good, good. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> oh, young J class. <laughs> Real Englishy, yeah, class. MJ class. You know English? I know English. Oh my god. If you put Young Jay and Hobie together ah, cute. for real English time. <laughs> Do you know what's funny though? We have a full blown comedy on our hands. Hobie's really good at English. He is now. He's so good at English. He sounds just as good as Yumi when he talks. Yeah. And June. And he spoke a lot of English at the concert, too. He did, yeah. He's he's really good. Like, you can tell he's still not super confident about his English all the time. Yeah. But he he's gotten a lot better than Which he used funny, to be. Which is funny, because, like... He, Even Jimin did. Yeah, Jimin did, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jimin did. Mm-hmm, he sure did. Cookie tried. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny, because anytime they're like, 
English, they all point at Cookie. And he's like, I, no, I'm good. good. I'm, I'm, good. I'm all set. No, don't look at me. Don't look I will me. say, Tay was the funniest because he attempted and then was like, nah, I'm just going to speak he, Korean. He Translate really for me, sir. He, he really did. <laughs> he started out and then he was like, nah. He's I'm like, it's too this. much. It's too much. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't. I mean, like, he, he no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He just said Chicago makes some noise. Yeah, and then everything else he said, I think, was in Korean. It was like, Chicago makes some noise. Korean translation. Chicago makes some noise. Korean translation. Chicago makes some noise. Like seven times. And it was so funny. But we've all come to the conclusion, I think, and this is a fandom-wide conclusion, that Yugi is fluent in English. He just chooses to pretend like he's not. He's willfully ignorant, and I fucking love him for it. I mean, I I feel that because, I mean, what is the point of being bilingual if you can't sometimes just pretend like you don't speak that other language because you don't want to be bothered? Yeah. See, that's that's the kind of problem that I want to have. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to have that level of unbothered. <laughs> I, know I have that level head? of unbothered. I just don't speak that much Korean, so. Every time, every time I think about Yoongi speaking Korean, not Korean, English, sorry. Every time I think about Yoongi speaking English, the only thing that comes in my head is when everyone else is being really weird that day, and he's like, it's... I think it was Dope Era, so it was a while ago, and he just goes, everyone is so weird today, in perfect English, perfect accent, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Like, softly, what the fuck? (laughs) Your man's just fluent, he just pretends he's not. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so. So, I think, I think at this point... We're gonna have to end this podcast, because, like, legit, BTS is ruining my life right now. Like, that's how many BTS songs in a row that we just got, and it's hurting me. Do you know what's crazy? I put so much music on this playlist, and somehow the only shit it plays is BTS. I have... It knows. It knows where your loyalties lie. I have I have so many GOT7 songs, I have XL songs on there, I have girl groups on there, and you know what? It's like, old BTS song. Bulletproof part two. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? Speaking of that, though, I, like, have a playlist that's kind of like that, but it's all, like, K-R-N-B. And for some reason, it just, like, lumps all the Crush songs together, which I'm not mad at, because y'all know, whoever knows me knows I love Crush. Like, I love him. Yeah. But it, like, lumps all the songs together, and then I get in a mood, and I'm just like, I don't want to listen to anything else. (laughs) I get like that when I go into BTS's old stuff. Like, the second that I turn on, like, No More Dream or I Like It Part 2, I have to listen to everything from the HYYH era yeah. and from Wings era and from before that. Um, hmm. just, I was at Barnes & Noble today. Okay. They have the uh, School Love Affair album there. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, the album or just a CD? No, the whole thing with the what? book and the posters and the photo cards and the, all that. At Barnes & Noble. They literally have, like, a little table set up dead center of the store. With School Love Affair on with it? With School Love Affair, Love Yourself Answer, um, like, a bunch of different, like... Remember back in the day, like, Tiger Beat would have, like, full issues of, like, just one group? Yeah. So, it's, like, a couple magazines that are like that. Right. They're, um, the edition of Time that they were on. Uh-huh. So, they have a BTS stand. 
And then a couple of um, pop figures. Oh, the Funko Pop figures? Yeah, of Tay. There's only Tay on the table. I didn't see any of the other members, like, in the store at all. Because I went and looked after I only saw him on the table. Weird. But so I didn't see any of the other members on the sto- on the the in the store anywhere. Um, oddly, dead center of this table full of BTS stuff hmm. is... Don't mess up my tempo. And XOL was in Barnes and Noble and got upset. I have no idea. That's so weird. That was super weird. Like, but it was one of those things where, like, I was just walking through the store, like, do to do, my own business. Wait, I know that. No, no, no. Straight walk past the table, and like as I'm passing it, I caught it out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, "Skirt, back it up. What is this?" (laughs) I can literally see you in my head doing that too. It's the greatest. It was great. So that exists in Barnes and Noble. And then I was like tempted to go into the actual music section that they have in the back to see like what else, if anything, that they had back there. But I, it was far, and I couldn't be bothered. So, um, but yeah. Fun fact. That's cute. Yeah. So, I mean, any of y'all that live by Barnes & Noble, check it out and see if y'all have, like, a weird BTS table in your <laughs> Barnes & Noble, too. <laughs> we got really off topic with everything that we talked about today. I thought we established that we don't have topics. Really, I mean... Honestly. Yeah, I guess that's true. You yeah. just surprised me with shit. Yeah. That's all. But, I mean, we tried to talk about fic wrecks, and we started talking about other fics that have tortured our souls. <laughs> And then got off topic with that too, but that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. I cannot hear this song without fucking seeing see soap. Yeah, I see soap in my head do this, and it makes me really happy every time. I see them, but I also see Jimin in that gray sweater with his Jimin like. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Hey. I, yeah. Hi. Hi. We we know how I feel about Park Jimin today. Park Jimin has been fucking me up since I opened my eyes this morning, and I don't even know why. Yeah. It's not like I have a giant flag that was in his face directly above my bed. But that was you know. me yesterday, though, with Jimin. So. Really? He was Do you not remember me sending you in all caps? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he needs to get out of my face. Yeah. Yeah, I laughed this morning. No. Yeah, I had a good laugh this morning when all I read was, and... <laughs> Park Jimin can get out of my goddamn face. And I was like, yeah, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. Yeah, that's a mood right now. Yeah. No, he ruined me yesterday. Today, it was just a, a minor annoyance. <laughs> okay, okay, we have to have a dance party when we're not. Because otherwise, we're not going to talk. That's we're true. We're just going to dance. We got to go anyway. Yeah. So. I want to go to a Nore Bay. I want to go to a Nore Bay. Mom, let's go to Norebang. But where they don't have Norebang in Florida. Not that I know of. Really? Maybe in Orlando. I can see it. I could see one being in Orlando. I'd do Norebang. Um, so yeah. Yeah. We'll get back to you and see if there's a Norebang around. And maybe if we do, all of our five listeners can like come hang out with us in, <laughs> in Orlando and like, you know. We have more listeners than that. We have ten. I think so. Yeah. I looked at our Twitter the other day and I was like, whoa, cool. Hi, friends. <laughs> Hi, ten friends. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Annyeong. <laughs> Annyeong. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, if we find one and any of you are in Florida or anywhere near Florida where you'd like to make a trip to Orlando and hang out with us, uh, you know, we could do some karaoke or whatever. That would be so cute. Oh, my God. It would. We'll hook it up. 
Okay, we have to go. We okay, have to go. go. I'm leaving. And I'm not bombshell. It's time to end. Bye. 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 Bye.